This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. Hello, listeners. I'm Allie, and this is Quad Pro Quo. As always, I'm joined by my three co-hosts, Tammy Shawshank Redemption. Hi. <laughs> Matt. Ohio. And Guido. Hello. <laughs> we are a film podcast inspired by the quid pro quo scene in Silence of the Lambs. Each month we pick a theme and each week one of us picks a movie that falls within that theme. We are starting the month of November, which is Matt Appreciation Month. Because <gasps> it's Matt's it's birthday. It's your birthday. I appreciate it's you, homie. It's your birthday. Thank you. When is your birthday, Matt? Well, my birthday is the 13th of November. So. He had to check his phone. He did. You sure about that? I wasn't really sure. Are you sure about that? No, no, no. I was looking up the thing I wanted to talk oh, about. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, you wanted to um, bring some attention to something that is uh, near and dear to your heart. And since it's your appreciation month, go for it. Unfortunately, on September 14th, a fire broke out and destroyed several buildings in my hometown, Oxford, Pennsylvania. Yeah, it looked like something out of like... The fucking civil war like, like literally like yeah like um i have a lot of friends that still live there they you know it's just been a thing on social media and all that the fire displaced up to 90 people fortunately from i mean from what i've heard uh nobody was killed or anything that's good thankfully for that but a lot of people need help right now in my hometown if, if you like the podcast and you want to help appreciate matt just a little bit more uh, why don't you go to um, OxfordPA.org? That is like our the the town's chamber of commerce. There's multiple sites or multiple organizations that are doing great work trying to help these people out right now. Um, that you could like either donate money to or you could donate clothes to because apparently they need a lot of clothes. And we'll put something on our uh, link tree as well. Yeah. So, so link to the uh, Oxford site. So yeah, because I mean you know. If it weren't for Oxford, I wouldn't be the weirdo film buff that I am. That's true. So, you Nothing know, I gotta, I gotta give it, I gotta give it back to my town. And it's just, it's just so heartbreaking. Like I got a lot of, I, uh, I got a lot of memories going through that area. Did the oat survive? Yeah, the oat survived. Oh, the oat survived. Um, basically the area that was affected, like one of the places that I used to go all the time with my dad. Because literally he would go and buy scratch off tickets and I would buy and he would buy me a comic book from the new shop. And I'm pretty sure that's one. I mean, it's not the new shop isn't there anymore, of course, but like that was that area. And like I just driving through it and like seeing how it, it it's just like really hard to look at. Okay. <laughs> so if you can help out, please. Do. That's great. Yeah. Okay. Well. For Matt Appreciation Month, we are each going to be tasked with picking a movie that we think Matt will enjoy. Now, we could um, try to pick a movie that Matt's never seen, although that's tough because Matt has seen a lot of movies. I have literally seen dozens of movies. Dozens of movies. Mm-hmm. I'm really good at them. I'm better at them than Tammy is. Uh, okay. and then I've, at, I've seen it. And then at the end of the month, we will rank all four movies or, you know, favorite to least favorite, just like we do every month. Okay, ready to go? Yeah. All right. Are you excited? Let's, let's, are you excited? Are you uh, looking forward to it? Yeah, I'm like sliding off my chair with anticipation right yeah, now. Yeah, you are. Because of the man sweat. Ew. He's <laughs> got a snail trail. All right. Well, we're going to start with my pick for Mad Appreciation Month. And my pick came out in 2002, 
was directed by Danny Boyle, written by Alex Garland, starring Killian Murphy, Naomi Harris, Brendan Gleeson. Baby Killian Murphy. Baby Killian. We're going to talk about 28 Days Later. So who are you? Wake up today in hospital. Wake up and I'm, I'm hallucinating. I've got some bad news. They're infected. Infected. Father. Infected with love. Oh, I shouldn't have done that. The blood. There's something in the blood. Which is really hard to find. <laughs> yes, yeah, I know we just did a whole month of incredibly scary movies i mean maximum overdrive obviously being the scariest mm-hmm. but i'm going with another scary movie <laughs> bold move i think you needed to pick one after the one that we just did last week yeah so we're gonna go around the <laughs> <Sorry>. table <laughs> the fuck's that supposed to mean it means your movie was a turd hard hard stop okay we're gonna go around the table tammy had you seen it were you excited to watch it um i think i've seen 28 weeks later. The sequel? What? What is it? 28 28 weeks later. later. This is not 28 Days, the sobriety rehab movie starring Sandra Bullock. No, no, I know. Way to ruin my joke. Um, But I think I've seen the sequel and I have not seen this one. Well, surprisingly, because like when... um, You sure? When Allie... When Allie and Stop doing that thing from that stupid douchebag guy. You sure about that? You sure about that? You sure about that? Speaking of people's faces who I hate. But no, uh, because I was looking it up when she recommended the pick, because, you know, we always try and find the. But the sequel is readily available online. Like, you could digitally rent or purchase or whatever. But this one, for some reason, is not. Nowhere. Were you excited to watch this first one, Tammy? Yeah. I was looking forward to it. Guido? I've seen this movie a bunch. Okay. But it, he, I've he always just... remember it being like heavy. And I try not to rewatch sad shit. Okay. There's a super sad part in this. There's one scene that bums me the fuck out. But, I mean, it's a good movie. It's, but then, then he remembers the actor that is in that part that bums him out. Donates bullets to Ukraine and no. doesn't throw car batteries in the ocean. All right. He doesn't smoke one cigarette in this movie either. Matt. Had you seen this movie before? Surprisingly, no. I had never seen this movie before. Oh, my God. This is just one of those ones because, you know, like I, I, I've said before, I mean, I don't hate horror, but like horror. It's not your jam. It's not my jam. Beside for, aside from like slashers being my least favorite horror genre, strong zo- zombie and outbreak movies, I'm like, okay, no. So I had a steep hill to climb here. Yeah, unless it, but, um, you know, looking into it, like, I've seen several Danny Boyle movies since this. Love all of them, pretty yeah. much. Uh, I love Killian Murphy. Just saw Oppenheimer this year. Uh, literally, it's, when it comes to, like, award season, it's his to lose as of right now. I can't believe you didn't take me to see that. Is his butt uh, in that movie, too? Yes. Yeah, it, you do see his butt. You do see his butt. See more. This guy more, likes his ass on you screen. You see more than his butt in Twenty Eight Days Later. Twonkus too? No, you see it in Twenty Eight Days Later. Oh, that's right. But I mean, his his butt in this movie is that's very thin. That's coma dick, though. Yeah, like, and, you and can't judge a man on coma and, dick. And and then if you really wanted to sell me on it, you didn't even mention him in the cast. Well, I was gonna explain why I picked it, but you are saying everything. So yeah, uh, I picked it because even though I know you don't really like horror. I know you like Danny Boyle, and I know you like Killian Murphy, and I know you like 
Christopher Eccleston. Yes. Who was a doctor. So I figured. The ninth doctor. Literally one of my favorites. I loved him in this movie. I mean, I loved him as the doctor. And it's funny enough because I think this movie came out. You said in 2002. Yeah. So I think. Raymond Calitri. I think think this was before he was doctor. Ah. Okay. Well, let's get into it. Okay, so as I said, directed by Danny Boyle, who also um, did Train Spotting. He won a Best Director Oscar for Slumdog Millionaire. He did one of my favorite movies, the Steve Jobs movie, which, if you haven't seen it, it's phenomenal. Not the one with Ashton Kutcher, the other one, with Michael Fassbender. Amazing. Dude hangs dong in it. No, he doesn't. I'm just trying to get people to see the it. One, oh. The one with Kate Winslet? Yes, the one with Kate Winslet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fabulous. Yeah. Um, written by Alex Garland, who also wrote Ex Machina. And Annihilation and that really fucking weird movie that came out this past year, Men, which I watched a couple weeks ago and not fully recovered from. I, I remember didn't that. realize that this was written by Al Garland, but it actually makes a lot of sense that it was. Budget was $8 million. How many shaky cams did they go through with this? I don't know. It sits at an 87% on Rotten Tomatoes. And uh, anyone want to guess the box office? That's a really good score. Yeah, it's a great score. $120 million. No, go a little lower. 100 million. No. Then no. 3.50 million. That's way low. 84.6. So close to that going over. That's not true. I said 3.5 million. He didn't say say 350 million. He said (laughs) 3.50. About tree tree fitting. He's about as good as math as he is about geography. I was going for a Loch Ness monster joke. Oh, okay. All right, so let's get it started. So we start with... Monkeys. How, okay, and I also want to preface this. This is not a zombie movie. This is an infection movie. These people are not dead. They are infected with a rage virus. The and infection. we see how that spread in the first... In the opening of the movie with these super annoying animal rights people. Nothing against animal rights people, but these people cause the downfall of society. Thanks a lot, PETA. Yeah. They go into a lab testing facility. They see the, uh, not monkeys, they are chimps. She Um, does this every time. Well, there's a difference. (laughs) Being tested on, they're going to free them. And one of the lab techs says, they're all infected. Don't let them out. And of course, they don't listen. They let one of the chimps out. The chimp immediately attacks one of the... The only woman in the group. The woman. And we see not only how rage filled it is but how fast you could become infected within like five seconds you are then turned into a rage person and how fast it spreads and you, it's through blood, blood. And body fluid blood body fluids yeah so that really is just blood though um you could spit on someone i think you too. could probably spit yeah they they vomit blood onto the face of their victims yeah it's a lot i thought that was chocolate milk <laughs> spreads oh. within seconds of exposure Becomes an epidemic and causes societal collapse. Oops. Then we get 28 Days Later. Title of the movie. Oh, Jim, played by Killian Murphy, a bike courier, wakes up from a coma, totally naked. We see his dick. He hangs to the right. Is it cut or uncut? It's an anteater. I didn't pay attention. I didn't notice too much. He's British, so I would assume uncut. And to be fair, we're watching this cut on DVD. It is 720p. (laughs) Yeah. So he wakes up from a coma in a deserted hospital in London. So he has not, he has been in a coma for 28 days. He has no idea what's going on. The hospital is completely deserted. And his legs work. And his, his legs work. 
Yeah, that would. Would they atrophy in twenty eight? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. When when did the atrophy starts? The second that you stop moving. The second. I was in the hospital for ten days, and they put stuff on my legs to keep my like. That's for blood clots. For it's blood clots. It's not they, to help your muscles. Oh, I had to work with. I I had to prove that I could walk in order to get out of the hospital. And I literally, I didn't have to relearn to walk, but I couldn't walk. Like I got out of bed, people had to like support me, or it just collapsed. Yeah, and that was only ten days. Yikes. Yeah. So I mean, there so- are people that fall at home, go into the hospital, they find out, oh, I didn't break anything. The, ho- the insurance company won't pay for them to stay in the hospital because there's nothing broken and they can't walk and they have to go home. So, okay. So he gets up out of bed. He, he gets up out of bed. He puts on his pea coat and his peaky blinder cap. Nope. And he goes. He's very th- cigarettes. He's very thin. He um. He's here. He's here gets for the some, peaky fucking blinders. He gets some soda no and some junk food because he's obviously pretty hungry as well. I'm surprised he didn't die of dehydration because you know he ha- probably has no... He hasn't eaten. The yeah. machines have turned off, probably. I've, I've, yeah. So I've it's like, it yeah, it's kind of crazy. He's got the tubes. It's, it's not. It's not realistic. No. He's got tubes in. Look. Yeah, but the tubes eventually will run out of like the saline that drips into them. It's a the really bag's big bag. Gonna, well, maybe I don't know. We don't know what it's like as Americans. We don't, we don't know, know what the know NHS what, is yeah, like. Yeah, we don't know what great <laughs> socialized healthcare is like. We don't know how big well, those saline they, bags are. They got are. pain pills. You know that we what? Don't we don't get know. Over here. I'm sorry. We <laughs> we're oh, Americans. You tell me you what's don't. that pain pill they get over there that we don't get? What pain it, pill? It's everywhere else in the world. What it's the called, fuck? So so this is American. This, listen to this so shit. Acetaminophen over there is paroxetine. Okay. And here it's Tylenol. Everywhere else in the world has paroxetine. I think that's what it's called. So it just goes to show you how much Johnson and Johnson controls. They the get product. a completely oh, different. Oh wow. He's like, what, you don't have this? Our our host, when we were over there. And I'm like, no, I've never heard of this before. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, Anywho. so he puts on some scrubs. He walks out into London. This movie made has made lists of scary movies. And I remember a couple years ago, there was a list of scary movie moments. And this was this particular scene where he's wandering around London and there's nobody was actually the scary scene. Not a single 18 Not a single person. He's walking across, like, in front of, like, um, the House of Commons and Big Ben. He's walking across, like, um, the London London Bridge. And there's not a person to be seen. He is alone in one of the most populated cities on the planet. Left behind. And he keeps yelling, hello, hello. And then he goes into a church and uh, a priest comes out of nowhere sputtering and crazy. And again, Jim has no idea what's going on. And I I like the way he just says fodder, fodder. Are you okay, Fodder? And then he hits the infected priest. Yeah, with this loaf he, of bread. With his loaf of bread. No, I thought there was like soda cans there. In were there were soda cans in there too. Then some uh, other infected wake up. Because he's gone into this church. He sees all these people like in a pile. And he says, hello. And then and two of them like. like dead. But two of them not, like wake up infected. like. And they kind of make like gross pig noises and stuff like that. Because they're feeding. Cause, and then like back to that whole Fada thing. Isn't Fada. Isn't he actually, isn't Killian Murphy actually uh, Irish? He's Irish, yeah. Okay, so, all right, yeah. Yeah. So he runs and then he is saved by two people who kind of throw like Molotov cocktails, basically. And Selena, who is played by Naomi Harris, you may know her as Miss Money Punny in the new James Bond movies. Oh, I thought she was one of the Spice Girls. No. For the longest, I mean, just watching it, I'm like, 
shit, how is that not Martha Jones? I thought Jones? that was Scary Spice. She looks just like the actress Freema, I, I, I can't pronounce her last name, Ajaman. Uh-huh. But yeah, she, again, Doctor Who thing, she played the companion Martha Jones. Yeah. No, it's Naomi, uh, Naomi Harris and Mark played by Noah Huntley. I don't really know much about Noah Huntley. Didn't really look up too much of what he did. He's okay. not around long. More like Noah Huntley. Okay. So they're kind of hole up in this um, kind of like a little like snack stand sort of. We, it looks like it's in the tube. Yeah, it does look like it's in the tube. And we get an explanation of what has happened over the last 28 days. Selena. I was, I was a courier. I got hit. And I just woke up and then Selena basically says it started and it spread and then they stopped broadcasting after that. Like It started out with a kiss. How did it end up like this? It was only a kiss. Okay. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) Better be sorry. Jim decides that he wants to go and see if his parents are still alive and they live outside of London and he says, I can walk. And Selena says, oh, you'll go and come back, will you? No one ever comes back, basically. But they say that they'll go with him. So they travel during the day. They don't travel at night. They make it to his parents' house. And Jim finds his parents dead from a suicide. They basically, um, I guess they took sleeping pills, maybe? Yeah, they, yeah, just, they had pills on the nightstand. Yeah, they were just so, like, fuck it, I'm out. And they left a note for Jim. Oh, that it was said, on the back of his photo. Yeah, that was. Childhood like, photo. We love you, son, and we'll see you soon. And... <laughs> Super sad. Very sad, yeah. But they didn't get infected and they just kind of, they took the decision into their own hands. It was very very midsummery when you think about it. Kind of. Jim gets attacked by the rage-infected neighbor and... uh, Oh yeah, nighttime because they're all like, oh well, we got a room over there, got a room over there. Yeah. They're like, no, we all sleep together. Yes. And so... And then rage-infected, infected people... Come through the skylight. Yep. And the the patio. Yeah. And then um, Mark gets cut, not necessarily bitten, but because the blood from one of the infected people is near him, we don't know if he's infected, and Selena just fucking kills him right away. Like, n- no hesitation. Girl, bye. She, she didn't even give him an opportunity to turn. Machete the sh- machetes the shit out of him. Oh, yeah, doesn't yeah. even give him the opportunity. Which makes me so think that, you know, she's been wanting to do that for quite some time. Wow. Well, mm-hmm. And they, ru- so the infected run really fast. They're like super, they're almost superhuman. We could, they're not I, zombies. They're infected. They're infected. I think, I think and she's in this just scenario, so terrified because fucked. she's seen people turn oh, yeah. right in front of her eyes. And Absolutely. She just doesn't want it to, mm-hmm. to see her friend get like that also. So yeah, he's dead now. Sad. She hacked him to death. Yeah. We then, she hacked Jim and Selena then meet Frank, played by Brendan Gleeson. For those who don't know who Brendan Gleeson is, he um, was Mad-Eye Moody in the Harry Potter movies. He was also in he Mission in... Impossible 2. Sure. Oh. He's, uh, He's most nice recently guy. in the Banshees of Inna Sharon. He was also in In Bruges. In Bruges. Great actor. Father of Domhnall Gleeson that we all know from... He's in Braveheart. Star Wars. Yes, he, he is, is in Braveheart. Braveheart. He is in Braveheart. He's actually... Him in Braveheart was what I actually thought Hagrid should look like in Harry Potter. So when they were first talking about the movies of Harry Potter, I was like, "Ooh, they should get that guy from from Braveheart to play Hagrid." He eventually wasn't Harry Potter, just as bad. But they found a better Hagrid. They did well. It's yeah. (laughs) Okay, so they meet uh, Frank and his daughter Hannah, 
played by Megan Burns. So Frank and Hannah live in like a high rise and um, Frank's very sweet. That they, is had, a, they had blinking lights. Blinking on their, lights to attract on their that house. Is, that survivors. Is, that is a really good like scenario, like a really good sort of way to hold yourself up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had all the shopping trolleys like like if so that the infected couldn't get up. Shopping what? Trolleys. That's what they call them over there. Shopping oh. carts. Okay. Well, like, well, I it's did, a British movie, so I can say shopping trolleys. All right. It looked really cool, didn't it? Yeah. Like when uh, they were yeah. climbing up them. Yeah. In real life, I know I in this sort of scenario, I'd be dead in like probably twenty minutes. But if I didn't, oh. I, I would do the whole hold up thing like they did, where I'd get up in a really tall building, secure that one floor. But the problem with that is they are now running out of things. Yeah, They're running yeah. out of food. They don't have water because most likely running water has been shut off. Yeah, they had uh, buckets. They had buckets to collect the roof. rainwater, and but it hasn't rained yeah, in weeks. Ten days. <laughs> Frank basically says to to um, Jim, we kind of need each other. And there's been a radio broadcast saying that they uh, have protection and they found a cure. And Selena's very... Hesitant. Hesitant. You know, everyone says they have a cure. We should just keep moving. Because even Selena, Selena said, because the thing that has that conversation was Selena says, they need us more than we need them. Even uh, Brendan Gleason's like, yeah, the walls are very thin in this apartment. I know what I heard. But it's, I mean, to be honest, when you start picking up stragglers and you start caring about people, then you can't make the tough decision like macheting your best friend. It's survival. And it's mouths to feed. It's a different different mode. Yes. So they decide that they're going to go. They're going to try to find this radio broadcast. And um, Frank is a cab driver. So they have a black cabbie. And it's outside. Apparently it's outside of Manchester. Outside of Manchester. And as an EPL fan now, when we see later. That's the English Premier League. When we see Manchester on fire, I said, good. Okay. So then we get a few... A few scenes on the way, let's say, to the military barracks. Okay, so we get a scary scene where they have to change a tire and there are rats that crawl over people and really large amounts of infected running. Lots of running. I like how the rats are running away from the infected. Do you think they could change a tire this fast? She seemed really good at it. I've seen people change tires on moving vehicles at the circus. Yeah, pit crews. Shit happens Yeah, but they're not pit crews. They were holding the car up. Well, and they're under duress, so yeah. they're yeah. capable of Well, I'm people. sure her dad taught her, you know, how to do it. Good also, dad would. Did you also notice that the infected, I guess, apparently did get winded and did give up? Like, once they sped off... Then, well, once they knew then, that they couldn't catch the car. Then they were just like... Bleh. Yeah. Then we get probably my favorite scene in the whole movie is the shopping trip. Oh, I love that, the shopping oh, trip. This that, is like a little lighthearted in a very, very bleak movie. This is a lovely little lighthearted where they stop at a, a supermarché. I mean, to be honest, kind of like my dream. Just take whatever you want. Obviously, not all the fruits and vegetables. Although there is a whole big, beautiful basket of green apples that have not gone bad. What's that game show where they do that? Supermarket Sweet. Supermarket Sweet. Yeah. Or now all the hams. Or modern. All the chocolate. Hell yeah. And the chocolate in England is way better than chocolate in America. Or so. updated for our times, uh, Guy's Grocery Games. Oh, which, yeah. Which our dogs are watching downstairs right oh, now. Oh, nice. I left that on for them. I like Supermarket Sweet The better. Lord of Flavortown is blessing them? Well, oh, they always, it, it's, they always it's watch either, It's either Triple D. I just Triple D or Triple G. Yeah, so I gave them a change of pace, so Triple G. Yeah, and they're picking out liquor, and and Running Leeson's like, no, so you got to get this stuff. Say 16, yeah. And they're just like shoving booze into there mm-hmm. and then they leave and brendan gleason leaves his card 
um, you know, for for payment cute. and everything. Just cheeky. in case. And as Matt said, they didn't put their trolleys back. Yeah, just because so, just because society has collapsed, we have lost all manners. Doesn't mean that you have to be a part of society collapsing. Yeah, I would have still put the carts back. Then they're kind of celebrating. They're eating. They're drinking. They bit. um. They see these horses and you hear one of them say, like, do you think they're infected? Which means that uh, animals are getting, inf- well, obviously it came from a chimp, but like that other animals can be infected as well. Then there's a weird dream sequence where Jim thinks he's been left. And then we get to where they have to stop for gas. And, okay, yeah, uh, I was about to ask you about that. I kind of I kind of get out of place. Yeah. What's they, about to happen? They have to stop for gas. Um, and while they are siphoning off gas, Jim goes into like the roadside restaurant. They got cheeseburgers. They got cheese, but we don't have any cheeseburgers. And is attacked by a child that's mm. infected with rage. And he. It's tough. You don't see him kill the child, but he comes out wiping the blood off of his bat. Yep. His body count is now one child. Yes. So. Courtesy of the peaky fucking blindness. Yeah. It's a very... Uh, <laughs> no, that's his brother. Distressing. What's his brother's name in that? I've never seen him. Walter? Remember. Yeah, Walt. Isn't Anya Taylor-Joy in that? Yeah, yes. she is. God, yeah. Hey, yeah, is can you make a comment a about her eyes? That, show. Uh, that they're amazing? Are they too just, far or too close together? She's they're just so... Perfect, just um, like everything on her is perfect. She doesn't look like a white frog? No, she got married oh, and her okay. dress was so fucking gorgeous. Dior. Right. Dior, not oh. white, had birds on it. So beautiful. Okay. God. Speaking of taking breaks, we're, <laughs> we're going to take a break and learn about one of the other podcasts that are part of the Deluxe Edition Network. We'll be right back. This is Take On The World with Johnny and Mike. And, you know, people always ask me, hey, you got a podcast? What's it about? Uh, I don't know. You ever want to uh, cut your fingers off or learn about a sharp knife? <laughs> we could tell you that. <laughs> How about uh, murder mysteries or uh, hauntings or any kind of fringe subject? Anything you could think of. We take on everything because we take on the world. Now you do a take on the world. And we're back. Way to be, everybody. Way to be. What a Our, good break. Okay. <laughs> so they get to the blockade and there's no one there. Frank is getting, we'll say frustrated. He dragged everyone out here hoping for whatever was they were going to find. And there's no one there. Because he hates Manchester. It looks, it looks abandoned. It looks like maybe there were people there, but there's like dead bodies. So he thinks maybe there were people there. And then again, everything went to shit. Okay? Plus, he hates, what, he hates Manchester as much as me yes. and Pino do. Okay. They're awful. Yet you want to watch that David Beckham documentary. I just want to see his wife tell me that she's a blue collar citizen. That she scene grew is up poor. so funny. It's so fun. Just him no, sticking his little head in. She like, didn't be say honest, that, babe. Be she, honest. She didn't say they were poor. She said they were working class. What Even car the, did your daddy drive? He has such an accent. His his accent is like not posh. It's, what what car did your dad drive to school in? Be honest. Okay, so my dad Rolls Royce in the eighties. My dad did have a Rolls Royce. <laughs> and then he just leaves. <laughs> uh huh. It's hilarious. That was good. I mean, her name... I don't think that's awkward at all. That's okay, like first of all, she was Posh Spice. I don't, I, no one thought you were working class. Okay, your name was Posh Spice, okay? Nothing about her was says... ever working class. No. That. Yeah. It was a used one. It was used. <laughs> In the... I'm, I'm, I'm being honest, babe. Pre-owned. Babes. So, Frank, he's... He's upset. He sees a crow or a raven picking at a body, and he kind of tries to, like, 
He yells at the crow. He's looking up. He's like, Harry, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here, Harry Potter. Did you put your name in the but Did you put your name in the goblet oh. of fire? R.I.P. R.I.P. A drop of blood falls from the body and hits him right in the eye. Oh. This is this is my... It's sad, man. And, and his daughter, Hannah, comes part. over. Dad, are you okay? And he's, I'm fine. And then he tells her, go away. He's infected. He's infected. Yeah. That tiny drop of blood from a dead body that is no longer alive and infected. It's a dead infected body still infected him. Uh, we watched it last night, but, um, you know, I I had a few, so I fell asleep. So, and because of the limited access we had to this movie, I had to go to Tammy and Guido's house to watch it again today. And literally when that scene happened was when our other friend Nate showed up to drop off ribs, some food for the weekend, you know, for grilling tomorrow. Oh, that was nice of him. Nate, Nate stopped by today. We had a whole party at your house where you guys were gonna die. What the fuck? And then, and then, like he's sitting there, he's like, "What's wrong?" I'm like, "Nothing." You were crying. I, I, lo- I love Brendan Gleeson. It was fucking sad that, as shit. What does that mean? It's sad. It's, it's definitely my second least favorite death scene I've ever seen Brendan Gleeson involved in. Okay, yeah. his daughter watches I mean, him turn. And then he gets lit up because the military are there. They're hiding in the woods and they light his ass on fire. I don't know what kind of guns those were, Grito. I'm sorry. L85 machine guns. Okay. Crap. So they kill him in front of his daughter. And bye-bye, Brendan Gleeson. Jim, Selena, and Hannah are taken to a fortified mansion commanded by Major Henry West, a.k.a. the Ninth Doctor, a.k.a. Chris Frackleston. A.k.a. Raymond Kalitri. He builds From Gone uh, in 60 Seconds. Straddle chair from the arts and craft period. Mogany table with cloud lift pattern. Black walnut wine table. Metal's cold, ugly. Wood's warm, clean. Provided by nature. See a piece of furniture take shape, it's like watching a child grow. He builds coffins. Metal's, metal's cold. You know. Wood. A lot wood. of wood. It's warm. Do but I you, look like an asshole? Well, you know, <laughs> sorry. Hey. hey, if you actually... if any you love my accent, it's so good. I like... Really good at accents. I I, I oh, keep saying she's really good at British. <laughs> really good. I, I keep <laughs> I keep saying, and hopefully maybe it'll get you guys into it. But I asked you if I could show Vincent Doctor Who, and he is so good at it. He's good at Doctor Who. He's a. I mean, oh Christopher Christopher Eccleston is. is good at Doctor Who. I I I want to show. I want to have like another thing aside from like video games with their son that we could sit there and watch. Do you want to? Ex- um, so Christopher Eccleston was the ninth Doctor. He was only on for what one season? One season. They re- must have been good at it. He is good. He they, is, it's the one season I've watched. <laughs> they they rebooted the because like, it was, like Billy Piper. The show was on hiatus after um, it got you know canceled. But been they, on since the sixties. But they brought it back. And he was the one doc. He was the guy that they brought it back on. Yeah, he only did one season. He's still like a a white whale for me for like cons. You know, like if does he I, do the cons for Doctor Who though? Only I feel like really only in in England. In, yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, because you've met David Tennant. I've met David Tennant. I met Matt Smith. I'd love to meet Peter Capaldi. I'd love to meet. Peter Hell, Capaldi. I'd even love to meet Jodie Whittaker. She was great too. But Eccleston is like the one where I'm like, I said I'd watch the new season with you because I'm excited about the new Doctor. Yes, with the the guy from Sex Education. Sex Education. They're going into their fourth season or their third. It just ended. They're ending it. The fourth season was yeah, the last one, but that one just came out and it was great. And 
had a little cameo from uh, Dan Levy from Schitt's Creek. So that was great. And Joffrey Baratheon. Yes. I'm watching it. I see this person. I'm like, who the fuck is he? Because he has brown hair and he has like a porn stash. And I'm like, who is that? Oh, my God. It's Joffrey. Everybody liked him. <laughs> I'm glad well he got work after that role because he didn't want work. Oh, he, he didn't. He went. He left and went to college and and didn't really want to be an actor. So maybe he's having mm-hmm. second thoughts. But he didn't really want to do anything after Game of Thrones. He never really wanted to become an actor. Like it was kind of just one of those things that kind of just like happened to him. And and then afterwards he was like, yeah, I'm gonna go to college now. Like mm. oh, he was just so good, so good at being that horrible character yeah he plays like a stoner in the last season of sex education it's funny <laughs> okay chris freckleston ninth doctor also in gone in 60 seconds and More other stuff i mean chris freckleston in a lot of stuff but uh <laughs> so the safety that was offered over the radio broadcast is a lie all right so west uh major west basically has is trying to lure people here specifically women because he's promised his men women so they can repopulate the world with their boners <sighs> with their uncut british wieners the cure is their dick lucky unleash unleash the beast and put on something nice yeah so they are going to Ugh. rape selena and hannah doesn't have to be that way Taste and not the just beast. not just one of them a very <laughs> large group of men are going to basically take turns on in a row this and what a 15 year old is that 16 how old that girl is yeah very young okay and so they take jim and sergeant farrell are taken away from the mansion to be shot because they're not going to go along with the program of you know rape they won't just let the girls get raped yeah jim escapes after just i just gotta like when he's got energy now no because jim jim got hit in the head with he got he got knocked out yeah and then he's sitting there. He's coming to while he's um, tied to a radiator, cuffed to a radiator. Right. And so is the other guy, the the soldier that Sergeant Farrell, Sergeant Farrell, that actually had a conscience and didn't want to rape women. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But like Sergeant Fennel is sitting there, and you hear it. He's like muttering the whole time. It's like going in and out because you know Jim's coming too. Yeah. But he's doing this whole thing. He's like, and you know. It's not like he, there's no way that it went across the world. It's just us. This is left on this island. It's, it's a lot like the last movie we just watched where there was some weird exposition that totally did a twist. Are you comparing this movie to Maximum Overdrive? Slightly. I will kill somebody. Just a little bit. It's the same caliber of movie, Allie. What are you saying? Oh, my God. Because we do, because then there's some things that actually pay into what he was just meandering about because once Jim escapes, he's laying in the grass in the woods hiding out. Yeah. And you see a plane fly by, a commercial jet. It's not a commercial jet. But it It was a jet. jet. It's probably like a a fighter jet. It wasn't a zombie jet. So, yeah, they don't know. But again, back earlier when they were in London, when Selena's talking, she says, The day before the TV and radio stopped broadcasting, there were reports of infection in Paris and New York. You didn't hear anything more after that. It has spread. It's not just in England. And in 27 weeks later, it takes place in Paris, I believe. Um, they just don't know the full extent of how far it's gone. Jim escapes. He hides in a pile of bodies. He sees the jet. This, I, you wrote down jet contrail. Contrail? Is that the chemtrail? Chemtrail. 
Well, it's not really a chemtrail. Yeah, it's, it's fluoride. Okay. Uh, it makes you more... But proving that there are outside survivors. Okay. Mushy. So then Jim goes back to the mansion. He lures... Yes. yes. This is my one... I Don't get me wrong. I'm enjoying this sure movie. sure about that? Uh, are you sure about that? <laughs> but, like, I'm enjoying... I, I've been enjoying this and talking about this movie so far. But this is where I, I'm like, okay... Guy woke up from a month-long coma, emaciated. Yes. And prior to this outbreak, he was a butt courier. He's got stamina. But then, out of nowhere, he becomes fucking John Wick, Liam Neeson, Rambo, all rolled into one. He has a purpose. And takes on a whole squadron and... Or a whole cadre of soldiers. Yeah, well, you it's know, like adrenaline pick, is yeah. a hell of a drug, man. They can pick cars off off, off, off children. He's adrenalized. He's, he's got the adrenaline going through his veins. Are we good? That doesn't make it's up It's for... just science, bro. Those guys are trained soldiers. It was Well, okay, so I forgot to mention that also in these past 20, uh, 28 days, Earth has been in the tail end of a comet. So... <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. It and all it ma- fucking makes sense and now. The, and the meek have inherited the earth. Yes. Okay, I get it now. Okay. I get it. So Jim lures West away from the mansion and releases this infected soldier that they've had tied up in the backyard like a dog. They've been studying him oh, to see like God. basically how long it's it so takes the, the infected to die. Okay. Because again, they're not zombies. They're not dead already. So we they, they have to be able to die and then not come back so they're yeah they're seeing if they could starve them to death or what could be a catalyst like how long it takes them to die without food yeah Yeah. and then they're gonna try would just be a normal like well no the human body can last what three weeks without food three it's uh three 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 minutes without air three days without water three weeks without food i know yeah and then when the zombie dies they're gonna try and eat it infected they're gonna eat that that butt butt meat that butt take a couple slices off so um rump roast he gets out exactly and right. basically infects or kills all the soldiers in this mansion and uh serena and hannah selena i keep wanting to say serena selena selena and hannah have been selena! Hiding, have been hiding in their ball gowns Pinky and, and they're high and selena had given hannah like basically morphine to take to numb numb her when she was going to be raped by all these soldiers. I don't want to die. So, so she's a little not care. So she's a little bit like it's fine. Ooh, like running around the mansion like Loopy. it's no BD. Yeah. But meanwhile she's able to hang herself from the back of a mirror to avoid being Oh, that by. part is so scary. When he's when the infected's like looking in the mirror and she's just on the other side of it. Ugh. They go to leave Hannah, Selena and Jim. Major West is hiding in the backseat of the cab. He shoots Jim. Before being killed by them. Doctor Who did not regenerate. No, that was a great death scene. Because Hannah, even though she's all hopped up on stuff, she's like, eh. And backs the car up into the building, into the house. Where do, that all move, the in- do that sound again? Eh. <laughs> fucking weird. And all the infected are like in there. And they pull them out through the, yeah. And yeah. I was like, no. That's doctor. awesome. The front of the car looked like the Green Goblin. Yeah, it was great. And, uh, Again, the comet tale. So then we, so Jim, Selena, and Hannah escape, and then we get twenty eight days later. Oh, Jim recovers in a cottage in Cambria. 
Very picturesque. Beautiful little cottage. Privileged. The infected Privileged. are dying off. So we get kind of this overhead shot of all the infected and they're, they, are, they are dying slowly to death. Like from hunger, I'm assuming. Because they... I'm ass- we don't know how it affects like like the intelligence part of the brain I'm assuming so yeah, I don't know the if science. they know how to eat or and I also don't know if when they attack people that gives them nourishment like we don't really know the semantics <laughs> do we but remember in the in uh, in the beginning when they were in the uh, church yeah they were eating I know right I don't know I don't know if like when they bite a person that's not infected if they're also like drinking their blood and that's giving them nourishment I would no, they're, the science behind the zombies. They're inhaling the steam. I mean, the infected. Steam. You got to start steaming again. Crawl, daddy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. Don't take my shine. Okay. So the infected are dying off. A Finnish fighter jet from Finland. Hell yeah. Flies overhead. And uh, Jim, Selena, and Hannah bring out their huge banner that says hello on With it. one L. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Can spell it, it says, correctly. Hello. Yes. And then Selena says, "Do you think he saw us this time?" And then the movie ends. Well, yeah. Which he did. He definitely. Yeah. They Shook also had wings. a bigger sign underneath it saying, "Courtesy of the Peaky Fucking Blinders." No. So, that's the end of the movie. <laughs> there are three alternate endings in this movie. What were they? Uh, first is that Jim dies. Okay, Sounds that's about it. Right. That's it's it. just fade I've to black after ending. him yeah. dying. Yeah, how did, like is he, he in a bed? So Where is that, he when he dies? That's, the scene in the end where they they put him on the table and they're doing CPR yeah. and everything, and then it cuts to him waking up and he's fine. Yeah, that's how it ended. Okay, with him dying. Okay, yeah. he dies on the table, and then they do do twenty eight days later, but it's just Selena and Hannah. Oh shit! Yeah. Okay. Okay. Second was that it was all a dream. I don't like that. Thank God they didn't do that. I hate when that shit happens. Wouldn't that be wild if this really happened? Or maybe not a dream. Maybe he wakes up from his coma and everything's just not 28 days. You know what I mean? Okay. And the third one, actually, it it was never filmed. But Frank, Renning Gleason character, when they get to the the outpost, the military outpost, he still gets infected. But the military outpost is actually a lab where they're trying to work on a cure. They take Frank infected to this lab and they give him a blood transfusion and he's cured. So I guess that was a more positive one. So like dialysis. I guess, yeah. Oh. There is a sequel to this movie, 28 Weeks Later. It came out in 2007. And there is going to be a 28 Months Later. No Danny shit. Boyle, Alex Garland, and Killian Murphy are all returning. The movie is already written. I just had to film it. I'm actually very excited for it. Wow. It's actually 28 called... It's called, months later. It's 28 months called, later. I don't uh, know how they're going to make Killian Murphy look young again because that man has aged and, you know, the... Probably the, not the cigarettes. The nuclear bomb fallout probably didn't help. He's definitely yummier now. He's more distinguished, I think. His, his, back butt, in your pants. his butt is more well-defined now. Mm-hmm. His ass does get a lot of screen time. Yeah. I'm happy with his progress. You know? he, he's like the British Steve Buscemi. Where you didn't what? you didn't know that you needed I have never to seen Steve Buscemi's No one thinks Steve butt. Buscemi no. Yes you no. yes you have if you've seen Fargo, you've seen his butt. If you've seen Boardwalk Empire, you've seen never his butt. Never need to see his butt, no. But why is he it. why is he hanging dong in Boardwalk Empire? Because he's just fucking. Who everything. said anything about hanging dong, okay? I mean just because you so is If you see a butt and you see some dong hang below the butt. That wouldn't mean that you guys have a packing big dong. Heat, right? I don't know if Steve Buscemi does. Well, usually, usually when you saw Steve Ew. Buscemi's butt in Boardwalk Empire, it's because they showed him clapping cheeks from behind. 
Oh, he was clapping cheeks. Oh, my okay, God. Okay, there it is. Okay. I would like to erase that thought from <laughs> yeah, my memory. Yeah, it's so gross. Steve Buscemi has sex. I'm sorry to break you know, break it to you. He's... You know who else bones? Joe Pesci parents. has sex, too. How do you think that goes? I would goes? rather watch Joe Pesci I would rather watch Joe Pesci. Steve Buscemi. Yeah, I would rather watch Joe Pesci. What about Steve Buscemi and Joe Pesci getting it on together? Be Pic- interesting. Picture that. I would... So, and in the same room? Or they're having sex with each other? Each other. Oh, oh. no. And Sam Elliott is there narrating it. <laughs> and then Joe Pesci came well, I do out of like Sam Elliott. The Marlboro Man? Okay. <laughs> fun facts. This These aren't fun facts. <laughs> yeah, yes. Fun facts. Steve Buscemi has a great butt. Um, and this, he's a hero because he's a firefighter. Yes. This movie was shot entirely in sequence. So they started oh, from the beginning. And it usually doesn't happen. So Except for some reshoots they had to do. From the start to the beginning, that's what we're watching. Fun Shot out, in man. sequence. On the motorway, so when they're driving and there's no other cars, which is, they didn't have the, he didn't have the budget for digital effects in 2002, Danny Boyle. Um, production shot on the M1 on a Sunday from 7 to 9 a.m. The police gradually slowed traffic and using 10 cameras, the filmmakers got one minute of usable footage. There's also, and I always thought this wasn't true, but it actually was in the IMDb facts, especially for the parts in London getting a sh- shots with no people in it or cars and i had always heard this rumor that danny boyle hired women to wear bikinis to stop traffic so they could get and i was like that can't be true no apparently it was not bikinis <laughs> but they got very attractive women to like basically go up to drivers and be like would you mind just posing so we can get a shot it's very effective yeah and it worked it's very effective yeah most of the infected are professional athletes because they needed them to run <laughs> oh, and run and run and run. The scene where Jim and Selena celebrate with Frank and Hannah after the grocery store was actually shot on 9-11, 2001. Mm. Never forget. Yeah. This is one of the first mainstream movies to be shot entirely digitally. Can't tell yeah. on a DVD cut, I could tell you that. I know. That makes sense. Because it was, it was really being talked about when I worked at the movie theater. Oh, okay. For me, it just looked like basically... Uh, never mind. I'll come to it with my... It looks like kind of like a shaky camera, yeah. Um, call back to our theme from last month. Stephen King bought out an entire showing of this film in New York City. So I guess he could just watch it by himself in the theater. Ewan McGregor was the original choice for Jim, but he and Danny Boyle had had a fallout because Ewan McGregor wasn't cast in the beach, which he should have thanked Danny Boyle for. And they didn't speak for years, actually, because of that. So Ewan McGregor was in train spotting. Trainspotting was directed by Danny Boyle. Danny Boyle also did The Beach, but he cast Leonardo DiCaprio. Ewan McGregor was very hurt by that, and they had a big falling out. So then he wasn't in 28 Days Later. Um, but they also offered the role to Ryan Gosling. Literally me? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. You're a spitting image, dude. Dude, so are you. Ryan Gosling is literally me. And also just a personal note, I did get to meet Danny Boyle when I was in college. I interviewed him for my college paper. Oh, and, wow. Um, Humble brag. I'd like to say he's a very nice person. He's a nice guy. Very nice guy. That's 28 Days Later. Around the room, pass or fail. Tammy, would you like to go first? Sure. While you were saying that um, the scenes where no one was in London were some of the most scary moments, I was never more happy to see those scenes <laughs> because when we went to London, that was exactly where we were taking our bicycling ride. Oh. And and you got in an accident just like Jim did. Yes. She almost died. Yes, a, t- a, a taxi jumped out in front of me while I Literally was driving jumped. through a... That's what happened to Jim. ...construction zone, and I sprained my foot. 
you fell on our in way slow on our well, way to the London day. Eye. Oh God! But it was really cool to see the London Eye and Big Ben and Queen Victoria's Tower and all the places that we got to go see, and I really cool. enjoyed seeing that. And the movie was really well done, and I really, I didn't know that it was shot from start to finish, which I really think that that's cool. hard to do. I yeah, think. yeah, and. Um, and it, I guess it, that's why they had so many endings. Maybe. I don't know. out. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but I liked it, so I'm going to pass it. Yeah. And just like with any other, I wanted to say this, any other post-apocalyptic or zombie or any, what's scary is not what the infector of the zombies do, it's what man does to other man. So we see these men turn into disgusting, feral, we need to repopulate the earth. They're animals. We see what, what man does to its fellow man when it's got its feet to the fire so just like any other of those kinds of what's scariest is what we do to each other so guido same thing you were talking about like it's easy for a man to trade his humanity in for survival yeah and some people and i'm sure some men will throw it away earlier than others you know and just fall into a primal way of being and Eh. But it's also just like how quickly, like it, twenty-eight I fucking days, you start 20, raping bitches. Get the fuck out of here! Come on, days, and you just assume that the entire rest of the world yeah. needs to be repopulated. It's only been twenty-eight days. Come on, dude. I mean, well, what did we? Come on, the Harvard prison experiment. Oh, the Stanford prison. Stanford, experiment. thank yeah, you. Yeah, that's a toughie. That was only two weeks, right? They started turning on each other after like a couple days. Yeah, isolation and shit they, like that. They had yeah. to. They had to end the experiment early because the policemen were starting to beat the, the guards prisoners. yeah it was tough yeah it was it was wild you, you should read, read about, about it yeah they made it into a movie the movie's not that great but you make them think they're alone and then they think they can just do whatever they want Is that yeah what yeah it's pretty fucked they up. basically like took college half students. of the college students from stanford and they made them um prison guards and the other half were prisoners they made um a fake prison but in the basement of a dorm, I think, or something no, like that. No, it was actually in Ohio. No. Ohio doesn't exist. Either. They let them pick. You can either be a yeah. prisoner or you can be a guard. And how fast the people that picked to be a guard became so drunk with power mm-hmm. for just an experiment that they started, like, beating the prisoners. We're all and just a bunch of animals. Doing psychological torture. Torture. Disgusting. Like, was, you're not going to eat today because you didn't do what I want you to do. Yeah. They're so close to being feral monkeys. Yeah, we really yeah. are. <laughs> so, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I passed this movie. I really liked it. However, uh, you know, and I always remember it being the worst case scenario in for yeah. an infected zombie outbreak. Yeah. Like, these are the worst. This happens. We're fucked. Oh yeah, we're f- super fucked. Proper, oh yeah, proper fucked. Absolutely. Um, and and that one scene really proper bummed fuck. me the fuck out. I know it's tough. I remember that sticks with you. I saw this one. in the theater when it came out. I dragged. I'm pretty sure I dragged my friend Becca and I think Laura. I'll have to text Laura and find out if she saw it with me. They did not really want to see it, and they also didn't like it. They it's were heavy. like, I just thought it was gonna be like scarier. I'm like, what? I was obsessed with this movie. Yeah. I couldn't wait to see it when I saw the first trailer for it. I was like. In 2002, I just graduated high school, so... It wasn't really about <sighs> the infected. No. You know what I mean? Like, they did not get a lot of screen time. It no. was like how people dealt with it. But that's what that's when my friends were like, I thought we would see more of the infected. I'm like, but that's not ever it's, what it's an infected movie. or zombie movie is about. It's yeah. never about the zombies or the infected. It's about like how that. scary man is. It was a real tight flick. Yeah. All right, Matt. Your appreciation month. 
pick this for you. Pass or fail? No pressure. Well, no, I, I, um, I really enjoyed, like, again, like, the whole thing. It reminded me a lot of The Stand. You know, that's a thing yeah. where it was... Um, where They're it, infected in that, aren't they? Oh, well, no, everyone no, dies. No, everyone <laughs> dies, but, like, really the, the most, the most um, <laughs> fucked up thing about it is what man does to man. Very true. And as uh, upset I was to see about how my doctor was invo- involved in this and... A thing that I couldn't get over was just the cinematography was just so bad. Oh. I literally thought it was done by a handheld, like, Sony, like... I think that's kind of what it's supposed to, but that's, like, the point. No, yeah, I know, but it's just... It's not like a found footage movie. No, I know it's not like a found footage movie, but it felt like it wanted to be just because of how... Maybe this is just when digital was, like, just... Well, it was like the I first said, one. it was one of the first movies. Yeah, yeah, digitally. but I really liked it. I liked it. It was really good. I will pass it. I will pass my movie. I will pass this movie. So you pass it? You sure about that? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you sure about that? All right. Well, that's all. All passes. Pass all around. Yay! Nice. I'm always a little nervous to pick like uh, movies like this, but I'm glad oh, you guys yeah. all liked it. Oh, before we get to Matt, or your pick for next week, I was at the salon today, and they were talking about um, Naked Attraction, which you can now watch on HBO. Yeah, so, the, like... One of Heather's we... co-workers, she, she's so loud. I'm sure you've... Maybe when you go to the salon, you hear her, but she's, like, an older woman. She was talking... Have you guys watched Naked Attraction? It's appalling. <laughs> I mean, it's just... And I raised my hand, and she was like, you've seen it? I was like, yeah, yeah. She's like, oh, my God. Can you believe it? Just the naked. I'm like, I know, I know. <laughs> Those are real dicks. And everyone's like, what is this show? And I'm talking about it. And I'm like, and also, you know, in England, a certain thing, it's not as popular. So it's a lot of like, you know, a lot of anteaters, a lot of, a lot of turtlenecks going on in that uh, show, you know? You got a little extra. Anywho, yeah. next week, our... <laughs> That's so random. Our birthday boy will be doing his pick, Matt. Will be will he be featured on Naked Attraction? Will you be featured on Naked Attraction? Next suit? week, Matt gets no. circumcised. <gasps> quid pro- <laughs> Matt, quid pro quo. I already am. Uh, so you're going to get it again? You're going to get two? Oh, my gosh. A double circumcision? I'm sorry, I keep coming, but <laughs> have you ever, speaking of circumcision, have you ever seen that interview on uh, Graham, <laughs> the Graham Norton show? It's Hugh Jackman and Patrick Stewart. From like Star Trek, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and Graham Norton's like, you had an interesting um, conversation with with your doctor recently, and Patrick's like, yeah, so you know, I went to my doctor, and as you do, you talk about like, you know, your wiener, and like Hugh Jackman's like, what's going on? And apparently, Patrick Stewart thought he was circumcised for his entire life, and his wife's like, you're not circumcised, and he's like, I think I would know, and then he goes to the doctor. <laughs> He goes to the doctor. It's my penis. It's my dick. He goes to the doctor and the doctor, he's like, my wife says I'm not. And I know I'm circumcised. And then the, apparently the doctor just looked down and was like, not. And it's like, how do you not know you're not circumcised, Patrick? Uh. <laughs> Roll the hood back, buddy. Matt, quid pro quo. I'm going to need some group participation. Jesus. You're going to make us pay. Christ. Oh my gosh. Okay. No, 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 no. Because as Ali said, I have watched a lot of movies. I, I thought I had one that I wanted to show, but then I just keep second guessing myself and doing this and doing that and doing this. I I literally had a list of twenty movies that I wanted to show you guys. Twenty, and I've whittled it down to seven. Okay. So during our break, 
when we promoted one of the amazing other podcasts in the Deluxe Edition Network, I got Guido's pick. So he picked one. He picked a number. So then, Allie, I'm going to need a number from one through seven. Four. Tammy. Five. And then are we picking out of these three? Or are you picking out of these three? Flip your phone. Screen side up is tails. I can't even believe this is happening. I can't either. Again, I'm down sorry. to the wire, I bro. Just watch a lot of movies. That's not an excuse, dude. I've been holding a fart for him, 45 minutes. <laughs> I told him just to put it in one of those like generator things. Yeah, like and have it pick for wheels. you. Wheels, you spin the wheel. I'm just gonna go for a more recent movie that I really, really, really enjoyed. My movie came out in 2022. It was directed by David Leach. It stars Brian Tyree Henry. Oh. <laughs> Andrew Koji, Hiroki Sanada. Why isn't Brad Pitt like the first yeah. one he says? I don't understand. Joey King and Brad Pitt. Why wasn't he first? My movie is Bullet Train. Woo, Fuck Bullet yeah. Train. All right. And where can our listeners watch Bullet Train? Netflix. Oh, it's available on Netflix. Great. It's at the on moment. the Netflix. We are at Quad Pro Quo Pod across Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and we are part of the Deluxe Edition Network. You can learn more about us and the other amazing podcasts on the network by going to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. Featured podcasts for the month of November, Take on the World and Beard Laws. You can suggest a theme month by messaging us on social media or going to our link tree, which is also where you can find out more information on how to support Matt's hometown of Oxford. Oxford Strong. Hashtag Oxford Oxford Strong. And please rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. And until next week, thank you for listening. Bye. 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 Bye.